What is up, guys? Welcome to the Marriage Friend Podcast. This is episode number 14, and we kind of have a different style for this episode. With this episode, we are interviewing three different couples that are just our age or in similar positions. They are actually three couples who recently got married. We wanted to bring them on to talk about marital expectations because it's so fresh in their mind. They just really got married. They've all been married for less than a year. We wanted to bring them on to talk about what they're expecting before marriage and how it's been different. So we want to kind of introduce them really quickly. Yeah. So for the three couples, the first one is Kaylee and Sebastian. And Nathan actually met Sebastian. Do you want to tell a little bit about how you got to know yeah, Sebastian? So I knew Sebastian for my mission. We I served in an area in Texas, in Arlington, and, and Sebastian lived there. And so we connected there and became really close. Now he's living out in Utah and recently got married to his wonderful wife, Kaylee, that we met and loved. So they're, they're an awesome Yeah, they're couple. so cool. And then just so their contact information, just so you guys know, in case you guys really resonate with them, you want to connect with them. So their Instagram is at real Sebastian James for Sebastian. And then it's at K.SJ. Last name is their last name is Stuart Johnson. And they also have a really cool program. It's called at United Allies for Change. It's an organization that helps unify community and despite like differences. It's kind of like a nonprofit that Sebastian and his brother have started. So it's a really cool thing. You guys should mm-hmm. definitely check that out. Um, it's again, it's at Unified Allies for Change. It's a number four. And we'll put a link for that so you guys can check that out. Yeah, in the show notes if you guys want to. And then the next couple is Cammie and Griffin Haycock. They're in our ward, actually. So we, I think we've mentioned before, we live in a, an awesome ward with lots of basement apartments and they are some other basement apartment dwellers. So we just got to know them through our church and we've loved getting to know them. Nathan, you want to tell a little bit about their contact info in case anyone wants to get to know them a little mm-hmm. better? Yeah. So if you guys want to connect with them, their Instagrams are at Griffin Haycock and at Cammie Haycock. And Cammie is spelled K-A-M-I and Haycock is spelled H-A-Y-C-O-C-K. And we'll have links for that. That's the way you guys can connect with them. Yeah. And then the last couple is Kate and Drew Davis. Kate's my sister and Drew is her husband. So that's how we know them. Um, that's kind of self-explanatory. They've also, um, all three of these couples have been married for a pretty short amount of time. And then if if you're wanting to get to know or talk with a little bit more with Kate and Drew, Kate doesn't yeah, have, Kate an, Instagram doesn't have anymore, an Instagram but you can message us. Yeah, you can message us or Drew's is at Drew Davis 77. So go ahead and check those guys out, guys. This episode is really awesome. You should be able to resonate with these couples. They're super, super awesome. They give a lot of good tips and just some of their good experiences and stories. So we hope you guys enjoy. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Marriage Prep Podcast. I'm Nathan Hooper. And I'm Allie Hooper. In this podcast, we will give you all the resources that you need to go from dating or engaged to creating a lasting marriage that will bring you more happiness than you ever thought possible. Here, we're going to interview experts and discuss important topics like how to know if your partner is right for you. We will provide you guys a list of questions and conversations that you need to be having to make sure you're both ready for marriage and on the same page. We will even dive deep into topics like sexual intimacy, finances, how to have a fair fight, and a whole lot more to make sure you can step up to that altar with complete confidence. So subscribe now and make sure you guys don't miss any episodes and we'll see you in there. What is up, guys? Say we are super excited to have Sebastian and Kaylee Stewart-Johnson here with us. I know Sebastian from back when I started a mission in Texas, and we just met Kaylee today, and she's super awesome. But we're so excited because these guys have been married for just three months. So we're excited to pick their brains about what their expectations were before their marriage, what it has been now, how things are going, and just kind of learn more about them. So welcome, guys. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to kick things off. Like, Tell us a little bit about you guys. Like, How did you guys meet? How did you know that getting married was the right step for both of you to take? So we both served our mission in the Dominican Republic. And 
it's actually kind of a funny story, but <laughs> we, Sebastian went home for an illness and we both came and then I entered the mission during the same transfer and he was a zone leader to the zone right next to mine. So we met at a zone conference and the mission president kind of showed him off a little bit and I noticed a little bit. (laughs) She thought I was cute. (laughs) (laughs) And we ran into each other one or two other times after that. And I told my trainer at the time, hey, like you should set me up with him when we all get home. And when we both came home, she did. Wow. Just that easy. Yeah, that's that simple. If you guys see something you want, just go get it. Just, just well, ask somebody. You will get it. Asking you shall receive it. Works. Yep. That's awesome. So yeah. good blessing so from the mission. Very cool. Yeah. And what was, what was the dating process like for you guys? Like, how did that go? So about like two days after she got home from her mission, I slid into her DMs. And we started talking when I was in Utah and she was in North Carolina still. And we were talking, just like messaging for like a month. And then she came at the end of April. She came to Utah to like visit and see me primarily. She won't admit it necessarily, but <laughs> to see me and like see some other people. And so, yeah. And then we started going on dates and just it started like super rapidly falling in love. And like three weeks later, we're like, oh yeah, let's get married. Well, oh but gosh. we didn't get married three weeks later. We did not do that. No. <laughs> but, but you knew fast. We knew yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. But it was really nice. We we got to FaceTime a lot and message and get to know each other sort of as friends before we ever met in person. Mm. Yeah. And then we did some long distance. And so I think it helped to like focus more on the yeah. friendship. And yeah. That's the awesome. Emotional aspect of things yeah. for a while. That's very cool. So how long did you guys date? How long were you guys engaged before you ended up getting married? We talked for maybe a month and a half. Yeah. And then started dating in May of last year. And then we got engaged on our six month official okay. anniversary mm-hmm. in November. And then we were married January first. Mm-hmm, New Year's nice. Day. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. Very cool. So like in total it was like eight months. Yeah. That's about how long we were too, like eight or nine months. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's it was awesome. good. It was very yeah. fast, but it was really yeah. good timing for us. It was us. good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Very cool. So how did you guys know like getting married was the right set for both of you? I know that's a common question people have. Like, how do I know if this is the right person? Like for you guys, how did you, how did you know? For me, I am very like doubtful of the decisions I make unless I ask God. <laughs> so I'm like, unless I like confirm it, I just, I'm like, well, like it, I could be wrong. Like yeah. humans lie. But like, other than like asking God, it was just like a very like, calming like feeling like I was like happy I was like oh like wow marriage and like living with one person for the rest of my life doesn't sound like weird so it was kind of just like like a cliche of like you just knew I just knew I started doing like things I would never do like going at 12 o'clock at night to jump in a lake when it was super cold outside like (laughs) that was my idea yeah it was definitely her idea because normally like Sebastian wouldn't do that (laughs) but yeah it was like uh very seamless it was super seamless that's awesome For me, I'm I'm a very intuitive person. And so I just kind of follow my heart and then just make sure that my head checks it out and make sure that that's okay. So what kind of sealed the deal for me is when Sebastian came to visit my family in North Carolina, he spent a couple of weeks out there with us. And because of COVID, everyone is at home. My sister was at home. All my siblings were there. 
And I have five younger siblings, and they just all loved him. I buttered him up. Yeah, they they (laughs) all really loved him. (laughs) And like he became just best friends with all of them in different ways. And I dunked on her brother. Just thought out there. (laughs) (laughs) And so that 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 sealed the deal for me because because I was like, oh, this is so this is so sweet, and everything I had just ever imagined in like having a cohesive family. So yeah, I love that. That's very cool. Yeah, it sounds like just that experience of like being able to picture like your future family and how well he gets along with your family that Mm -hmm. everyone approves of him. Like I I love that. I think that's very powerful. I think it's cool that you both shared like sometimes you have to follow your heart and like kind of is this like leap of faith, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it is like intuitive and it's kind of like, well, this makes sense like logically. So I think it's important. There's like a lot of boxes that need to be checked. And that's not to say that you have to find like the perfect person. But in addition to just like having that initial attraction and, and enjoying time with them, like there's things like you need to like work well with each other's families and like you should probably pray about it and feel good yeah. about it. Like there's a lot of things that that you can try because I think a lot of people like get worried if they just don't like immediately yeah. have that spark, but there's a lot of things that mm-hmm. need to line up. So sure. I, I like how you guys shared like kind of different stories, but you, you're both where you're at now today. So. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So how has the married life been? Like what were you guys' expectations before marriage? Like if you went back to yourselves, like you guys got engaged, you're going to get married in two months. What were you expecting marriage to be like? Honestly, it's been really hard. <laughs> really? <Tell laughs> it really has. It's been yeah. like, well, it's just been a big adjustment. Totally. I would say like for me, like we went through a lot of life changes and mm-hmm. a lot of trials around that period. So we're kind of coming off of this like wave of of hardships and and just kind of settling into normality again. Yeah. But for me, you know, I I moved from Salt Lake to Provo. So that was hard because I don't have any friends here. Mm-hmm. And then COVID always makes things hard, hard to meet people. Like it was a hard adjustment to obviously like be married. I had to quit my job because mm-hmm. so that was like a different adjustment. And then also a really unexpected thing that's been hard is my birth control has made me super hormonal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's been like, a, they kind of changed my personality in some ways. And so we've had to kind of navigate that. Yeah. And that was something we weren't expecting. Yeah. But it hasn't been without its really fun parts too. Yeah. So yeah. The bitter yeah. and the sweet, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're like settling out now yeah. and, and, totally. and having like really good conversations and stuff. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. I would say like, what did I expect before? I expect, okay, I'm very perfectionist. So mm-hmm. I probably expected like a very like, like a like as if you're going to like a, a field of flowers and you find a weed every once in a while. Mm. So I would say like my expectations were super high, probably unrealistic, but that's okay. But I think like what it's like been like is like pretty similar. Yeah, it's like you go through a lot of hardships, but I think what I've learned a lot is like an enduring love, you know, like in mm. the same idea of like any literally anything that's enduring, like you have to walk through those thorny path sometimes you know oh. like get hit a few times and wobble along but your leg kills eventually right i really really appreciate you guys for like being honest and vulnerable because i think every single couple has a really hard time at first and if they don't they're either lying or they're gonna have it eventually like yeah and it's kind of like is it, i remember because i feel like nathan and i are in a really good place but we've had two years to work on our marriage mm. two and a half years and I feel like when we were first married, I remember feeling a lot of those things like there's a lot of changes happening and it's kind of overwhelming and 
I, yeah. I similarly, like I had a big commute I had to make and there's just like so many changes and sacrifices that you're just not used to making as a single person. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, it's kind of overwhelming. And so it's really nice. It's like refreshing to, to hear someone just be honest, because I think that's the hardest part of the adjustment is your expectations don't quite line up with what <laughs> totally. reality is yeah. when you're married, you know? So, yeah. so it really sounds like that. you guys both had like pretty high expectations, like expecting this big, like, like, field of flowers and occasionally seeing a weed, but maybe there's been a little more weeds than you were expecting. <laughs> like what's yeah. been like the biggest thing that you like, like the biggest adjustment you had to make to your expectations since you've been married? Like what's been like the biggest thing you've had to adjust? Maybe that like every tough conversation, like in every argument isn't a super easy fix. Mm. Mm. Like that, you know, like not every single mathematical problem is one plus one. Like sometimes you really got to do some calculus. You know, I didn't really, yeah, I've yeah. done math yeah, for a while, but you know, yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, you have to sometimes take a little bit longer to solve a problem or uh, you don't know what to do. You're just lost. So I think that's been something that everything is in an easy fix of like, let's just sit down, we'll talk and then let's go get dinner. We'll be happy. I think also each person brings their own traumas from Mm. the past into the current relationship. And even if you wouldn't consider yourself having a quote unquote traumatic childhood, there are certain things of the way that you were raised or the experiences that you've had uh, that you may not notice them affect your relationship. Mm-hmm. Like emotionally, like physically slash sexually, like, or like spiritually, like how do your norms and like the way that you're used to mm-hmm. affect the relationship that you're trying to build. So mm-hmm. that's something like I've had some introspective experiences where I've been like, oh, I didn't realize that I was, this part of me was like weird. Mm. (laughs) Like I didn't realize that that was (laughs) like a strange thing or something that maybe wasn't healthy. And so it's hard to, that. I think that's been really hard for me is I am naturally a very, well, both of us are very perfectionist, like self-critical people. And then when you have a relationship now where you're seeing so many of your flaws, it's like hard not to get down on yourself. Mm. and. Yeah. So that's been like a tough adjustment for me. And and because I like love Sebastian so much and I don't want him to see me like look bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cheer up. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah, I think it's super tough, but like because you're just being exposed. Like you're just completely like you're just raw and you're vulnerable and it's really tough. And you're blending two backgrounds that like you maybe like no matter how hard you try, dating doesn't quite get you there. You know, like dating yeah. doesn't it doesn't allow you to like blend the same way that marriage yeah. would. Yeah. So I think it is. I think it's really, really, really tough and really vulnerable. But I will say this: I remember feeling the same way. Like I don't really want to like tell him how I'm actually feeling right now yet. Like I'm not quite there yet. But we're at a point now. Like with I think it just a lot of times just takes time. Like sometimes the answer to that equation that you're not quite sure how to figure out. After a year or two, which is a frustrating answer when you're like, okay, well, can we just get there? But sometimes it just takes time. And mm. anyway, but I, I think, yeah, I remember feeling a lot of those same things that you guys are talking about. So I really appreciate you like yeah. sharing these because I think it's going to be really helpful for a lot of people. Totally. But if I love what you guys are saying, you guys are awesome. I really appreciate, like Ali said, op- opening up. It's really powerful. If you guys were to go back in time, like six months to yourselves, like, six months ago, what would you tell yourself? Like what advice would you give to yourself about your marriage and like what to expect and and what to prepare for? Hmm. I can start. I, to myself, I would say like, 
don't lose the parts of you that are you and also make sure that you don't stifle the parts of him that are him. Mm. So like there's parts of you that you just need to like function. Like I'm like a, a stress baker. Like if I get stressed out, I cook or bake or like organize the fridge or good for me. go grocery shopping. And I make a bunch of food and, and like, like nest, like, I guess it, it must be like a feminine trait or yeah. something, but, but that's just like, that's just something that I do. And so I, I need that. I need time to feel that. And there's certain things that Sebastian needs that, that I don't want to stifle that in him. Cause then how can someone be like, you fell in love with someone for the person that they are. Ultimately you want them to, continue to be their most genuine self Mm -hmm. even if it like doesn't always make 100% sense to you that's the person that you love and you love them because they are unique and are different like that was a huge part of what drew me to Sebastian I've never met anyone like him I've definitely never dated anyone like him it was it's just like fun and exciting and cool and I still learn new things about him and I would never want to change that but sometimes as like the obsessive Mm -hmm. like control control needing people that we are humans we just feel like if that's different it it just freaks me out <laughs> totally yeah. that's yeah. a really that, that was very eloquent <laughs> yeah. yeah i agree i think like for me i would say that like to love and appreciate the step that i'm at i think some like oftentimes i can find myself like like wishing for the future or wishing mm-hmm. like man just if X, Y, or Z is so much easier, right? Like, just if I had a Tesla, then I wouldn't have to pay, buy yeah. for like pay for gas, right? Um, <laughs> that same idea, right? Like, <laughs> and but to love where you are at as a person, love where relationships at, and love like where your your wife or husband is at, because if you're loved with, if you're in love or you're trying to love your significant other like in a different view of them, yeah, then like one day you're gonna realize that's not who they are. Like Kaylee can't love me if I'm going to be dunking at 50 because that's probably not going to be happening, you know? Um, so I would say just to like be like appreciative and love every step because not all are easy, but all are very beautiful when you look, when you look back. I love that. You guys are very wise. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, it's like hard to know what to say after that. because yeah. <laughs> That's like, no, I think this is going to be very, very valuable to a lot of people. And I think the hardest thing for me, like when we were, I just remember like, oddly enough, for me, emotionally, our honeymoon was really tough because mm. there was that was like when it all said in like we're married now. Like I don't that seems so weird, but like yeah. I felt very alone and like I didn't have like anyone to talk to about this huge change because I felt like it was just us. And like in looking back, it's like, okay, I should have just like opened up to Nathan, but I didn't want to like freak him out by being mm. like so vulnerable right away. And anyway, I just think the first like in the first couple weeks, like it's weird because you just love this person so much and you do anything for them and you still have those feelings. But at the same time, there's a lot of like weird things going on in your own mind and in your own like heart emotionally and spiritually or whatever it is. And so I think it's really the most, like if I could give myself some advice, it would have been to just like confide in people, especially like Nathan, but also like friends who have been there. Mm. And so I just, I appreciate you guys for sharing this because I think like, even if somebody is listening right now and they're like in that first week of marriage and it's really tough, <laughs> um, hopefully like this could be that helpful yeah. thing for them. So. Totally. Well, this has been awesome guys. I want to just end on one last question. This is kind of similar to the last question, but what general advice would you give to couples out there? So maybe not yourself now, just general advice. Maybe you're looking at a friend who's getting married 
what advice would you give to that person before they get married and how they can prepare to have the best marriage possible? Well, I'll say kind of springboarding off what you were saying, Ali, I think it like your honeymoon and the first part can be really hard. <laughs> yeah. And I think like for us, especially, I think there was some moments where like I would just stop and be like, what did I do? Like I'm married. <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? What? And like, no, obviously no regret. And I would never change that. And no part of me like didn't love him. It's just like freaky. It's so And weird. something yeah. hard for me, like both of our parents are divorced. So that is like, is scary for us to jump into something that we don't necessarily have the greatest like examples. We don't really know what we're doing. And, but nobody knows what they're doing. No, like, right. absolutely. Nobody not. does. Yeah. <laughs> Both their parents are together and we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fine. <laughs> and it's like, fine. yeah. And it's, it's fine to just be like, well, we're just figuring it out. And, and like, it's okay to be freaked out. And, I don't remember, but sorry. I love that. No, that's okay. That's um, perfect. But yeah, so it's just, it's okay to be freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I would say, would be to rely on the initial reason why you got married. And like, what prompted that? Something that has helped me is in all the times that like I've struggled in the past three months, rather, is one time I was talking to my brother and he was like, well, why did you get married? He was like, were you like, how happy were you when you got married? Like, wh- how happy were you on that day? And like, I could remember and like teared up a little bit. Like, if you keep that in the back of your mind and you remember the reasons you got married and how happy you were and that you were so sure in that moment, the doubts of like of the present time are only so big because you knew it was right in that moment. So like, hold on to that and try to keep making it right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that. I really love that. I remember one time my mom said something along those lines. Like she was, I was like, what has like kept you and dad together for all these years? And she basically said like, well, I mean, there's been hard times, but I just remember like praying and I had like the most clear answer ever that I needed to marry your dad. And so like, why would I doubt God? You know, like why mm-hmm. would I doubt God's ability to <laughs> to know? Like maybe right now it's not so fun, but yeah. it's, it's right. Like God knows way better than we do what we need. So mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. I think if I can add one more Please. thing. Yeah. Also, I think something that was really hard for me when we got married is I felt like all of a sudden like domesticated, like yeah. like yeah. like a domestic wife and like moving in, decorating our home, whatever. And it made me feel so old and so much like my parents, which scared me because my parents are divorced and I saw them go through a lot of hard things like when I lived in their home and so I think like it's okay to like act the age that you are and still be married. Mm-hmm. Like I if you're in that. your 20s and you're married, like you're still in your 20s. What to party? And, okay. Yeah. And people yeah. always say like, yeah. I mean, there's so many like harmful stereotypes about marriage. Like marriage is your ball and chain. Like, mm-hmm. like whatever. Gotta go home to my wife. And like if you subscribe to that and think that in your head, that's going to be your life. Yeah. But marriage is not like meant to be restrictive restrictive or it's not Mm -hmm. meant to be like a trap like it's supposed to make your life better so like (laughs) yeah Yeah, and it can and like just be like if you're still like if you still consider yourself like a kid in some ways or like young in some ways and like yeah still do that travel and allow space hang out yeah yeah, hang out with friends so that's like something that's helped me release tension and stress of feeling Mm -hmm. like some sort of stress about worrying that I'm growing up too fast. Yeah. Totally. 
I well, really love that. That's going to be helpful yeah, for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys, this has been awesome. Like seriously, such great content information. I really appreciate you guys. I'm sorry we can't go a little longer. We don't want this episode to be you know, two hours <laughs> long. I really appreciate you guys. This has been super awesome. So thank you guys. Thanks really for having us. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Bye. What is up, you guys? Today, we are interviewing my sister, Kate, and my brother-in-law, Drew. And as you guys have heard on this episode, we're going to just be asking them a few questions about their expectations going into marriage. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. We're happy you're here. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So we just wanted to start off just to introduce you guys to them. Kate and Drew, can you just tell us briefly how you guys met, just a little bit about your story and, and kind of how you knew that you wanted to get married, if that makes sense? Yeah, for sure. So we met and dated and got married all during COVID. So we met online, just kind of got to talking, a lot of just hanging out. And it was it was interesting with Kate. I didn't really have any plans to get married before I was 25. I just wanted to go on some dates, meet some people, but it just kind of felt different with her from the beginning, kind of had a a connection felt like we'd known each other for a long time after just meeting. Yeah, I agree. I was in a really similar boat. I mostly was kind of going stir crazy after quarantining for six weeks with only my parents. And so I decided to get mutual, even though I thought it was a little silly. And Drew was actually my first mutual date I went on after getting it. And I remember just feeling like I could talk to him for hours and hours and that I was deciding after our day, I was like, I, I could go out with someone else on this app. There's a lot of males on here, but <laughs> I just didn't really didn't want to spend time with anyone besides him. And from then on, we just kept dating and dating and dating and didn't really want to stop. So yeah. Awesome. Remind me how long it was from the time you guys met to the time you were married. It was pretty quick, right? Like it's about six months, six months. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So there's kind of like a, just an instant connection between you two, like right when you like yeah. from the get go. And we probably like, I realized I would, like not that I like was going to marry him but I realized like I felt like I wanted to marry him after probably like probably like a month <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is crazy that. like I never thought I would get married like really ever and then I just met yeah, this person and awesome. it was so different that's cool so for you guys like when did you know that like getting married was the right step for you like was there a specific moment or like a specific time when you're like let's get married like how did you know like what was that process like for you guys you was dropping some pretty major hints i was dropping some hints for sure you were dropping some hints yourself that's for sure <laughs> Maybe. but i kind of think for me it got to the point where we were talking about getting married it was end of april i believe beginning of may and we were just thinking like that no, seems... no, 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 no. we met in june <laughs> yeah, but we were wanting to get married in April originally. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. yeah, timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was their like, first fight. Horses. <laughs> <laughs> their first fight. We got it here, folks. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. So, and then we just kind of realized that that felt super far away, and that we wanted to do it earlier. And then we just kept talking about earlier and earlier dates, just kind of throwing out jokingly, like, "What about next week?" And it was like kind of laugh. But then we realized, like, that's actually not the craziest idea ever. <laughs> kind of, kind of seems like it would work out. Yeah. So we didn't really. I think we both realized that we were wanting to put marriage off because of some societal like pressure that we were feeling. At least that's how I, I felt a lot of the time. And then I realized that like I very deeply wanted to get married and there was no reason for me to wait other than just to put it off arbitrarily. And I'm really happy we didn't because it worked out for a lot of yeah. really good reasons. I think that's good for a lot of people to hear because there is that kind of perception like, okay, don't get married too young and take your time. And if you get right. married too fast, you're kind of weird or whatever. Right. But 
sometimes you know and then and then you know for like six months that feels like a long six months or four months or whatever and i was just i think we were both pretty mature like we've both always kind of known what we want and we we realized once we kind of noticed a lot of different things in our lives that lined up really well and there just wasn't really a reason to wait it it felt wrong (laughs) i think it also depends a little bit on kind of the dynamic of the relationship that you have i mean we were like seeing each other so frequently and we were having lots of deep conversations and figuring out a lot of things that just kind of in our personalities and things that we value that we got to a point where we feel like we knew each other sufficiently. We had gone over all the big questions we needed to. We had kind of have like a clear view of like what life would look like. And I think once you get to that point, then considering marriage is a good option. Totally. But if you're just kind of more casual and maybe like once a week, you might not be as reasonable yeah, to get Drew and I both I like agree. to kind of cut to the chase of things. So like we weren't really, it was not, it became serious pretty quickly, but like, I feel like we could both handle that. And like, that's kind of how we roll. So it, it definitely isn't like, I wouldn't say this is like a template for everyone, but for us, it worked out really well. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome guys. So how long have you guys been married again? It's been two, three months. Coming up on four, four months, oh four months in a couple of weeks. That's awesome. So still newlyweds, but you guys are figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And so for you guys, like before getting married, what were some of the expectations that you had like going into your marriage and how has it been different since you've been married? I'd say I was expecting, I was kind of, kind of had a pessimistic viewpoint on marriage before getting married. I, I was a little bit jaded about it. And so I was honestly expecting marriage to be like, Almost like a, I thought I was going to lose part of myself. I know that sounds a little bit somber, but I just, I feel like a very strong sense of like individuality. And I remember telling Drew, like, I'm scared to get married because I don't want to like not be myself anymore. And I don't exactly know where that belief came from, but we talked about it a lot and realized like that's not a thing that needs to happen. And so I was still a little bit wary, I'd say, going into it. I was like, I, I want to still be Kate and I want to be, I want to be Kate and Drew, but I don't want to like, lose Kate, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, so I think I was I was worried about that. But the funny thing is I was thinking about it the other day and I really feel like if anything, my personality and like true self has been able to come out a lot more. Like on one hand I haven't lost any of who I feel that I am. And I feel like I've developed my personality and my characteristics a lot more because Drew and I can decide like exactly the life that we want to live and we don't have to accommodate anyone else. So I feel like Actually, the opposite has been true, which has been really like surprising in a good way to me. That's awesome. What about you, Drew? Yeah. As for like the dynamic of marriage, it's pretty much what I expected there. But some surprising things have been kind of what Kate was saying. There's just kind of some surprising upsides to being married. Like you kind of can like relax into like your full like self, kind of like find yourself in an interesting way. And it's also it's really nice to have like a life partner who you can make big decisions with and plan and work towards things with. And you can just kind of be on the same page with. It's kind of a new dynamic that you can't really experience in any other relationship in your life where you just have like complete trust and like union and similar goals and direction with somebody. It's like the best team you could want. So that's awesome. I just want to comment because this episode is kind of about expectations and it sounds like you guys your expectations were realistic. If anything, they were like more on the side of this is going to be tough. And I know that I think a lot of couples who go into marriage thinking this is going to be the easiest thing ever. It's going to be like we're dating all the time. They end up if your expectations don't line up with reality, but your expectations were higher than the actual reality. That's a lot tougher than this is going to be really hard. And you get into it, you're like, oh, it's not that bad. And so yeah. I think that's kind of the, the goal here is just mm-hmm. to help people see like 
okay, marriage is tough. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be awesome. And you're going to grow a lot and, and you're going to learn a lot. But I think it's really important that you just like, so I think there are some couples where if they just took a couple of times to sit down, like you guys said that, that you were able to do and just talk about like realistically, what's life going to look like? What's going to be tough? What's going to be good? And then you get into it and you're like, oh, we can do this. This is good. Yeah. You know, it sounds like that's how your, your experience has been, which makes me really happy that you were able to like just be honest with yourselves about what it was going to be like. And you knew it wasn't going to be perfect, but you figure it out when you guys seems like you're doing a really, really yeah, great job with it. For so sure. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. So for you guys, I think I like what Kate said about like her not wanting to lose her individuality. I think that's a common thing that people are just like, oh, if I get married, like who am I going to be? Like, what advice would you guys to give to other couples who might be having those same thoughts of like, I just don't want to lose myself or become someone different. Like I want to keep being myself, especially those people who are getting married young. What advice would you guys give to those people who had similar like feelings or concerns? I would say like, it's it's tricky because like it's a very real fear. And I, I genuinely think that like it's a fear for a reason. But I think at the end of the day, you're you are the person who decides who you are and who you become. And I think a big reason why I've been able to like maintain autonomy and like my identity really strongly is because Drew is a really big supporter of that. And he wants like I'm really good at like telling myself, no, I don't need this or I can sacrifice X, Y, Z. I feel like I I'm like almost too readily like giving things up. But Drew is really good at reminding me like, no, prioritize yourself and you can have the things that you want and we can accomplish the things that are important to both of us together. And I feel like in that way, Drew supports those like weaknesses of mine that I have that would kind of be hard on my identity, if that makes any sense. So I think the biggest thing would be like making sure you're with someone who supports who you are and understands you and makes an effort to value what's important to you. And then also just reminding yourself to like prioritize things that feel like true to yourself and true to what you value in your life. Yeah, awesome. just kind of along the same lines as what Kate said are you just need to identify the things that in your personal life that are important to you and then just have a lot of open dialogue about that. Like these are things that I expect I need for myself and this is different habits and different activities that I like to do that keep me happy and calm and peaceful and relaxed. And then just be clear about those expectations and those needs that you have. And then if that's just kind of a clear thing going in, then you can keep all the things that you identify with and that you find makes you an individual and then if that's just kind of a clear thing at the beginning then you'll be able to keep those things another big thing that drew's taught me is like drew is the biggest optimist i know and so like i remember going in like kind of being a little bit i'm a pretty realistic person i think and i think with drew i've been able to learn like don't look for the things that are sucky or if i were to look at my life through a fine microscope and try to find ways that I've changed. I could obviously find them, but I can also like very easily see the ways that like Drew is supporting me and that I'm becoming more of the person that I want to be and that I think my God wants me to be, if that's okay for me to say here. But yeah, absolutely. I think you'll you'll find what you're looking for and just kind of having that intention of we are growing together and we're supporting each other. And I want to find that manifesting in my life, like you will find it. Yeah. I love that. One thing I would add to that is, and it sounds like this is something you guys do really well, is it's important that couples like, say you establish, okay, something that's really important to me is I don't want to lose myself in marriage. So maybe that means for you, Kate, maybe it was going rock climbing or maybe it was like whatever things about you that are really feel true to you or cooking or having alone time or going to school or whatever it is, like stick to those. But the other thing is once you've identified what's going to be important to you, it can't just be one conversation you have where you acknowledge that's important, but daily or weekly checking in. How are you feeling? Like, 
what can I do to support you and make sure that you're not making too many sacrifices so that you do feel like you're losing yourself? Right. Totally. Yeah. So I think just like constantly checking in with each other is yeah. super important. We as check well. in with each other really frequently on you know, if there's something that the cool thing is you like have a constant accountability partner too. like Drew yeah. and I have goals and like I, I have a lot of goals for myself and it's pretty easy to just be if you're single and on your own, it's like, ah, I won't wake up at 630. It's OK. But like right now we've been trying to wake up at 630 for like an example. And I feel like we have more like accountability to each other. Like we want to support each other in this goal. So we'll actually accomplish it. So it, it helps you like become and accomplish things that you I feel like I wouldn't have been able to do on my own, which is kind of cool. Cool. That's, yeah, awesome. that's awesome. Something that I really like too that you guys saw, like I love what Drew was saying about getting keeping your individuality starts before you even get married by identifying those things that are really important to you and just having those conversations. And Kate mentioned that Drew's a big optimist. So I want to ask you, Drew, like as an optimist, like what are some things like I feel like you might over expect or like have like these too high of expectations for your marriage or like what's been different for you going into your marriage than versus like what you were expecting before? Like has there been any differences that you like or maybe over exaggerated before you got married? I'd say I definitely would say I'm an optimist. I definitely I have a I have a belief that things if you put enough effort into them will work out and will will be okay. But I'd also say I keep my expectations realistic mm -hmm. in some senses. Like if it's in a relationship or if it's in work or if it's in personal fitness goals or whatever it is, I'm optimistic that I'll be able to meet my goals and I'll be able to have the follow through and the drive and everything to get there. But I also recognize there's going to be a lot of work and there's going to be a lot of sacrifice needed to meet any goal nothing really worth having in life comes easily and i think that's the same in a quality relationship you can't just kind of float by in a relationship and expect it to be quality it's something that takes constant effort as would anything else that turns into something that's valuable so when it comes to marriage i'd say i was very optimistic that we were going to have like a fantastic marriage that we were going to be happy that we were going to work well together and everything but i also had the understanding that was going to require lots of conversations, lots of work, and lots of effort. And I think it's just kind of the combination of really believing things are going to be great in the end, but also understanding that that requires a lot of effort to get there. Yeah. And one quick note too is Drew, though he is very optimistic, he's equally like compassionate and understanding. So I can tend to be hard on myself with certain things. And he's really good at reminding me that I'm human and that it's okay to make mistakes. And he's very, very patient with me. And I feel like I try to help him be patient with himself as well. So he is optimistic, but I think that quality is kind of softened by other good qualities that he has. Awesome. I love that. You guys are doing awesome. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> it sounds like you guys are just like on the right track, which is really exciting to me. So yeah, totally. Cool. Well, guys, we want to wrap it up now. Before we get going, we want to ask both of you, like what, if you had give any advice to like any friends out there or anybody that's about to get married or they're preparing to get married, what advice would you guys give to those couples to help them to prepare to get married and, and with their expectations? Yeah, that's that's an easy one. I've had this advice just kind of for I mean for years. And I think it would be you need to prioritize the other person in the relationship above your own like needs and wants. It's you know, the simple concept of there's two pieces of cake left. You always give the bigger one to your significant other. You both want to watch a different movie, you just say, you know, I want, let's watch what you want to watch, etc. And if both people are constantly prioritizing the other one, then it doesn't become like a selfish need to get what you want. It's almost like the battle is, I'm going to get you to get what you want and you're going to get me to get what I want. And I think that's just a really lovely thing is when it's any decision, like what does your partner value? And if you have that weigh in in your mind as a 51 or 55% of the, of the weight in your mind, 
and they think the same for you, then you just end up finding a lot of really nice common middle ground and nobody becomes selfish. So I think that's a big key is just being selfless and just wanting the best in every way for your partner. Love that. It's very sweet, Drew. I was not going to say that and I feel kind of bad now. (laughs) He's always getting the bigger pieces of cake. Yeah, Yeah, I I do generally get the bigger pieces of cake in this relationship. (laughs) Sometimes I give Drew the bigger piece of cake too if he lets me. (laughs) But I was going to, the first thing that came to my head was follow your gut. Like it's really easy to talk yourself out of a relationship and easy to talk yourself out of timing and situations and, and marrying the love of your life. But if you feel that it's right and if things are going well and you love that person, then don't let outside influences or second thoughts or other people tell you otherwise. I mean, you should definitely never settle and I don't think anyone should have to settle. But when you found what you want and what you need, then go for it and don't hesitate and don't tell yourself that you don't deserve to have your very best life. So yeah, you might end up with a bigger piece of cake. You might find a Drew. If you find a Drew. I'm just kidding. It's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this with us. And hopefully, I think this will be helpful for a lot of people. I think there's lots of good advice we can learn from you guys. So we really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Well, thanks Thanks, for having us. Okay. We have Cami and Griffin Haycock with us. And we are so excited to have them here with us because they've only been married for about six months. So we wanted to kind of dive into some of their experiences and some of their expectations before marriage and what's been after marriage. So we're really excited to have you guys on here with us. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yeah. Awesome. So the first question, yeah, we wanted to dive into it is what were you guys expecting before you got married and what has been like the reality after your marriage? Kevin, do you want to go first? Sure. I think I just kind of thought that it was going to be like dating, but we were living together. So I kind of didn't really expect it to be anything different, but I feel like there was a lot more responsibility for me to make sure that he was happy to make sure that everything was okay. And so I think that was the biggest difference for me that I wasn't expecting was just that I feel like there was a lot more pressure on me to make sure that I was taking care of him and his happiness. Yeah. I'd say the same. Like I figured it would have been a lot like dating, but a lot of like responsibility tagged along with that. But Going into marriage, like Cammy's been awesome about like helping me with a lot of things and being able to reciprocate that and help her out with a lot of things. Like it just kind of balanced each other out. And I felt like as far as going in with that expectation, like we both kind of had that. We did never really like talked about it, I guess, before, but being able to go in and work hard with each other to help out each other, like it's it's worked out. It's awesome. So you guys kind of both mentioned that you were expecting it to be like it was when you were dating. What has been different now that you're married? Like what about dating was different than it is now that you're married? One of the biggest differences between how it was dating and what it is now is along the lines of what Cammy said with responsibility. Like I felt a lot of pressure on myself to be like the provider and to work super hard and everything. And being able to involve another person into my life, I felt like added a lot of pressure onto it rather than just dating. We just would hang out and then go our separate ways after we're done going on dates or done hanging out or whatever. But she's coming home with me and I have this responsibility now that I need to take care of her. That was a big difference for me. I also think like something simple of like meals together, like you now have to like grocery shop together. You have to cook your meals together. And that's even a bigger responsibility of literally making sure that we're both being fed. So that's just kind of a simple thing. But I also feel like 
knowing that you're not only responsible for yourself, but you're also responsible for somebody else, especially in the financial sense, kind of, at least for me, has given me a, a greater purpose in going to work, that it's not just about me. And now I have somebody else that I can take care of too. And it makes it more fulfilling for me to go to work, just knowing that I'm able to help support somebody else outside of myself. Yeah, I really like that. I felt the same way. I think it like changes your perspective. And at first, I think it is overwhelming, like all of these added responsibilities that you might notice like financially like there's just a lot of changes that that make it a little bit overwhelming when you first get married but I love that, that what you said about how like it, it brings more purpose and meaning to those things because you're kind of creating a life for each other so that's the fun I think of of like being in that newlywed stage yeah that's really cool totally it sounds like it was kind of like the, the big change of like becoming adults and like having to live this adult life now and having to adjust with that. So that's awesome. What is there anything that you guys weren't expecting? Like Cammy does Griffin do like something really weird in the mornings or, you know, was there anything <laughs> you guys were absolutely not expecting? Um, I would say maybe like cleaning around the house. <laughs> yeah, that's always. <laughs> I think about. because I think just because I kind of expect it to be done right away. And so sometimes when he is like tired coming home from work and he doesn't like immediately jump up to like wash the dishes, I'm like, dude, do you not see that there's dishes in the sink? I've like, come on, come help me. But and so that's something that we've had to kind of communicate about together. Just like with him explaining like I just need a break when I get home and then just me being a little more patient and kind of letting go of that controlling part of myself and realizing that it doesn't have to be done right now. I know that he wants to help and I know that he will help. It's okay that it's not getting done right this second, even though I wish it would be, but I just kind of have to let that go. So yeah, I can see a lot of like what I grew up with in my household, with my parents and my family and a lot of what she grew up with in her household with her parents and her siblings and everything. And her family is definitely the kind where they're go, 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 like make sure a lot of stuff gets done immediately and my family is definitely more relaxed and there's not a lot of like expectation or a lot of like pressure to do that. And so I thought it was interesting being able to see for both of us, like both of our households combine to create this new household. Yeah. I think that's like a huge part of the expectations is like you expect things to be the same as like what you grew up with. Right. And so that's so true. Like you're blending two ways of life and yeah, Nathan and I have been in the same boat. Like I love what you said, Kemi, about how like sometimes you have to be like, it's okay. We're just going to be okay with a dirty kitchen for a few hours so he can relax. And then we can all, we can both clean it together later tonight or whatever. You find like what works for you. And I think that's like a super important key to like adjusting to marriage is like being able to just figure out, okay, I'm not loving the way this is going. Let's talk about it and let's like readjust. So I think that's really yeah, cool. Totally. Yeah. Don't worry, Griffin. Allie and I have had those same conversations. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it is not just you guys. There. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Was there anything that you guys were like, not like, do you have any expectations before marriage that once you've been married, it's like, well, I got to throw that out the window. Like, was there any like unrealistic or expectations that just weren't real? What you forget that you realized once you got married, a lot of the cliche sayings as far as like, oh, the wife's going to have like this honey do list. Like my dad's very big about that. And he talked a lot about that. And I guess I kind of saw that between him and my mom, but not a ton, but I kind of went into expectation like, or into marriage with this expectation. That's pretty similar, but I just kind of threw it out the window because it's nothing like that. In the sense of like that she was going to be always having things that you need to right, do. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think that's also part of my personality though. I grew up with four brothers and my mom always taught us about how there's these, I guess that some people can say like, oh, the husband's so stupid. They can't do all this stuff. And so my mom really 
turned me against that idea. And so I just think the idea of having this honey-do list, it's like, he's not just my servant here to do something. And so I don't know, that's just something different. So I don't know if it, I don't know if that's necessarily the case for everybody, but that's just not how I like to live my life. That's not how I want to make him feel about himself because we're equals. He's not lesser than me. So I don't feel the need to give him this list of things to do. But to answer your question, I feel like the thing that I had to throw out the window of an expectation that I had was that I was going to be happy all the time when I was married. And just because then you have somebody that loves you and that's there with you all the time. And so I just expected like all of my problems to go away and for me to be happy all the time. But that is not the case. And it's not that he's not doing a good job of making me happy. It's just that that's not realistic. Nobody can be Mm -hmm. happy all the time. And so even though we love each other, we have a great marriage, but I still get sad. Like I'm not going to be happy all the time. So that's something that I had to throw out the window really quick. I think like the honeymoon was when I started to realize that. So I had to throw that one out the window pretty quickly, but you have to get that one out of your head because that's never going to be the case for anybody. So yeah, I really love that. I think it's so true. And I love that you said like, he's not necessarily doing anything wrong, but life's going to go on. And having someone by your side, like makes life a little bit, you have like that purpose and that person who you love, but at the same time, like life goes on and there's going to be hard things and there's, you're going to have like sad days or whatever. And so I think all we can do is just like be there for each other and like help each other through that. But those things are still going to come up for sure. I really like that. Absolutely. That's powerful. I think I I definitely have that same like expectation. Like you think that before you get married, you have this like need in your life to like have somebody and like once that's filled, you feel like everything's going to be good, but you don't realize that life goes back to normal and there's new things to deal with and there's new challenges and it's not always going to be like rainbows and totally. puppies or whatever. Yeah. So with that, our last question for you guys would be what advice do you guys think that you would give like to newlyweds? Like, and this can be about expectations. This can be about anything, but like what kind of advice do you think that you would give to people? There's a couple yeah. of pieces of advice. One is like advice that I received from someone and advice that I've learned for myself. The first piece of advice I learned from someone out in North Carolina where I served my mission He told us that the number one key to a successful marriage is working to make the other person happy, focusing more on their happiness versus yourselves. When you're both working on that, that's going to take up far places. And obviously as a missionary, I didn't think like too much of that, but I've definitely seen that here. And the advice that like I learned for myself that I wanted to share was work to make life easier for the person. Like it's not like, don't expect them to make life easy for you. Like marriage is all about the other person rather than it is yourself. I think a lot of people can have this expectation, kind of like what Cammy was saying and how your problems will go away. You'll be happy when you're married, but no, a lot of it is more just working with the other person to make each other's lives easier. I think something that some advice that I would give is, first of all, these kind of all go together, but to try to see the best in the other person and also to not take things so seriously. And again, I think that's part of my personality that I can take things really seriously sometimes. And I grew up in a house full of Germans. We all speak our minds. And so like if there's anything that we disagree with or anything that he would point out, then for me to remember that he has my best interest in mind when he tells me those things and just to try to see the best in him, but also to just not take it so seriously because it's not the end of the world if I get a correction. And that's something that we can then work together on. So I think just 
try to have fun together and don't take everything so seriously. That's awesome. I love that. And do you guys have anything like you wish that you would have known? Like, obviously that's kind of advice too, but like anything you guys would add on in terms of like things you wish you would have known before you got married that you think could have helped like a long way. Does that make sense? So I guess this is like kind of dumb, but I wish that we would have done like our wedding differently in like the financial sense that we wouldn't have spent so much money on things that obviously don't matter anymore because they only lasted for a day so that we could have put that money towards things that we need now. So Mm -hmm. that one's just kind of simple, but yeah, that's good advice. I agree. It's just one day. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, I would say like not to have too high of expectations for myself because I have to remember, like remind myself that I'm still young and so is Cammy, and we don't need to have everything figured out right now. Like right now we're just renting an apartment basement and we're like working full time and going to school, still trying to like figure out things. But I wish I, I would have known that going into marriage, taking on all this responsibility and feeling like I do need to be like the provider and work super hard. Um, not to put a ton of weight on myself, but just not try to uh, like, just don't have super high expectations for myself of what I already do have. Like obviously hold myself accountable for a lot, but make sure that I'm giving myself a break along the way. Yeah, no, I think that's perfect. I mean, just to kind of sum up what you guys have said, Griffin talked about that marriages work and it does take like work and effort. And I like that in a previous podcast, we talked to Wendy, she was like, it doesn't take hard work, but it does take constant and consistent work, which I love. I love what Cammy said about like not taking everything so seriously. And Griffin hit on that too. Like you're married, you're young, like don't put so much pressure on you to be perfect. Like take it one day at a time, enjoy it. It's a f- awesome, awesome and super fun time of life. So just enjoy it and don't put so much pressure on yourselves and kind of take that weight off. And then I love what Cammy said too about just not spend, not going so crazy with the wedding and you know dialing that back a little bit financially. That's going to help you as well when you start your marriage. Totally. But is there anything else you guys would add on to that or is that about summing everything up for you? That sums it up. Yeah, I think that's good. Okay, well, thank you guys so much. Allie, anything else that you want to add? No, I just think like you guys are doing a great job and I think everyone's everyone's path is like totally different. And so I just love what you guys said about like, I guess we have these expectations that things will go easy and marriage is amazing and it's awesome, but it takes work and we're going to have to adapt. And it sounds like you guys have done a good job of like finding what works for you and learning like it's not going to always be daisies and wildflowers and roses, but it is going to be like beautiful. And I think we're better off married to the person that we love than not. And so sometimes we do have to like take that risk, but I think you guys are doing a great job. And like, I would just reiterate that everyone's journey is different and that's okay. And so like, don't compare the start of your marriage to anyone else's. And and anyway, I love what you guys said though. So thank you guys. You guys are awesome. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Well, that about wraps up these these three segments of this interview. We hope you guys enjoyed. Honestly, I think the thing I'm most excited about is the fact that these are three young newlywed couples and they are where you guys hopefully are going to be in a couple of weeks or months. And so I'm hoping that that some of the things that they said resonate with some of you. Our goal with this podcast is kind of to normalize some of the things that we don't really always talk about, right? And so I love the the diversity of these three couples and the different things that they brought to the episode. We're super grateful that they were willing to come on. And so, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys like this, you like this style, definitely leave us a review. Let us know. We want to hear from you. If this is the kind of thing you, want, you like, maybe we'll try to do it more often. We're planning to do this every fifth episode. So if you want more often, let us know. We'll, we'll do that a little more often. But thank you guys. Thanks. Have a See good you time. next time.